0: I'm Karen Ruth. Hi, I'm Joyce Arlene.
1: Hi, I'm Sam Dyer.
0: And we welcome you to Off, off Our Racks. Racks, an ongoing conversation of life, age, journeys, boobs, or lack of them, food, style, making things, books, building dreams, culture, and faith as we get things out of our closets and off our chest.
1: Enjoy the show. Um, How you
0: doing? Well, I think I'm being. You're being. Yeah, it's it's a good day for that, actually. I'm I'm doing pretty good with that
2: today. If you're being, are you buzzing or does that have a different meaning? um, I'm just existing peacefully, okay,
0: is what that means I've
2: got it I see so just having one of those days mm-hmm. hmm. um a down day is probably good after all the fun we've been having around here recently, yeah, yeah. I think so <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if other people do this, but my mother had raised me that at like the there's each season that you come into, you put the clothes from the former season away, unless it's pieces that go all the way through. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't make sense to people, like my winter coats are too hot for summer. So they get put in where they're gonna be okay and cared for and make sure moths don't get in them and stuff like that. So it always starts this funny thing though of while I'm doing that, should I clean out the closet and stuff? And right. I had you come up and actually we sat and went through my stuff and then decided there were some things well last week it still wasn't warm enough to pull some of them out. Yeah. But it feels you like, kind of
0: did a partial
2: switch over. Right. So I just kinda did some of that. And then that. you were looking for something that was still put away. <laughs> right. And then the the fun part about living here in beautiful Sonoma County is some Pieces you're going to wear year round because we're going to get that beautiful fog in and we're going to get cold. So, you know, there's some things we have to know where they are. But anyway, I started doing that, which then seemed to kind of come on into you taking things out of your closet. So since out of our closets is one of the things we like to talk about. <laughs> yeah. We actually have been getting things out of our closets. So I have a, a question. Like, do guys do things like that? Or do you just like, it's a stack. You keep it. There. What do
1: you do with it? Your- well, if it's a, like a shirt or like pants or shorts that you really like, you keep forever. You never get rid of it. But if it's like... For me, I'm struggling at the moment trying to figure out do I want to get rid of my old baseball stuff because Mm. I have like a whole drawer of old baseball gear that I used to wear and now it's like that's just a space I could use for something else Mm -hmm. but there's so many memories with it and I'm just like I don't know if I want to get rid of that or not.
0: Oh, ah, so this is a timely conversation for you too, huh?
1: <laughs> well, it's been a yearly conversation for me because I've been trying to figure out when I'm going to do this. My mom's been wanting me to do this for a long time. I just haven't done it yet.
2: Okay. Okay. So well so some of the things when I was looking at mine was, um, have I worn it? I mean, I'm in a kind of a different situation than all of you guys because you're talking about something you've had for a long time. Um, if people haven't figured that out by now, we went through losing – all of our stuff except the very clothes we had on in 2017. So, it's been interesting to try to start putting clothes back together, and what I realized was I had a lot of things that were like just an immediate grab and I they really aren't my style, but I've also discovered I'm trying to find new styles So, I don't have like old memory like like actually your problem is to me like that's a good problem to have because you actually can hold those. But some of the fun that we have, because we also have another person we're kind of walking through, and we've done this for several different people, um, is like... We really ought to, you know, get some business cards or yeah, something. Yeah, we should start doing that, because it keeps happening. Um, so my question, you know, as you're saying that is can't do you fit into any of those and even though they have good memories if you're not going to wear them is there a different way to store them and I'm just tossing this out because we'll get back to that part of the conversation at some point but so that you have access to the drawer that it sounds like could be used for other things
1: Yeah, I mean, currently my issue is the fact that, like, my body has changed so much in the past, like, Mm -hmm. four years. Like, I went from being extremely skinny and, like, anorexic through high school and a little bit of college to now where I'm kind of a little bit overweight. So, like, all my old clothes that, like, my old high school graduation shirts and stuff, those don't fit me anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I got to figure out where to just keep them. Um, And then for baseball stuff, I'm going to have to get rid of all the pants because they're all ripped up and, like, torn up.
2: Because you are actually playing. Yeah. 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 And then keep
1: all the uniforms and keep all the top jerseys. So <laughs> that's that's about it. Mm. We might
2: figure. have to talk with some. Okay. So friends in the past, I've actually helped them if they wanted to hold on to parts of like their shirts and kind of recreated them into um, either other other objects, like anything from pillows to quilts to even just things that, you know, they had those bags they became like gym bags or like shoe bags or different things like that so they held on to parts of in their case jerseys that (laughs) kind of got decimated through the seasons of playing and stuff so I don't you know I don't know if that would be of interest but like I said we'll kind of come back and mess with you a little bit later now that we have this little bit (laughs) <laughs> this was a tidbit that we can complain with. Yeah, it's, I find it extremely relevant. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fun. It's like, let's jump on this one. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I went through and I started separating out. But but what happened was it did cause me to go through and, and say, oh, these clothes here I'm, I'm really not attached to. So that was one of the things I was looking at is I'm not attached to them. I honestly haven't worn them I wore them maybe and and one of the one of the fun things that we do is we love to find really cool things and go thrifting or do upcycling so I'm not talking about throwing away expensive brand-new they were they were still nice nice clothes that we had located hmm but I just I wasn't going to wear them again. Yeah. So I started doing that and started making room and kind of seeing, like, for the in-between season and summer mornings in Sonoma County, kind of refiltering and figuring out what was going on. After doing that, we discovered a really new, cool uh, thrift shop, and it was almost like it was made for me that day. I actually mm-hmm. found some really fun outfits so it made it easier to say oh good you know I made way for some things that now I have that in between and kind of coming into summer stuff so having done that and played with that all of a sudden we have a conversation about she was thinking you know about maybe going after is it time to change for summer so Old lady here kind of does her thing, kind of figures out what she's going. Listening to the younger one said, might want to wait on that. And then the weather changed. But that led us to a whole different thing. So, Karen, what started happening for you when all of a sudden we were playing with going after clothes? Because a whole different thing transpired because of things changing in your life.
0: Yeah. And I think it's funny because for me, clothes very much overlap my creativity as like the main expression but also making clothes versus ones that already exist that i'm wearing on a day-to-day basis and i think a lot of times there's been a very fluid uh interchange between my closet and my studio space um (laughs) yeah to the detriment of my action
2: now it's here and now it's there to
0: the detriment of my day-to-day wardrobe frequently (laughs) (laughs) um And so initially, uh, my studio was kind of the one space that I hadn't deep cleaned and really gone through (laughs) and kind of decluttered on a deeper level of looking at where am I at in life? Where am I at, you know, as we're starting to think about emerging from this crazy COVID situation, hopefully, and... um, just sort of reevaluating where I was at across a lot of different levels. It was kind of the one space that I hadn't really both confronted parts of my past and then also set a vision for how to move forward, like into the next part of my life as a, as a young person too. Right. Because um, some
2: of it was even like high school. Like yeah. We're talking yeah. Yeah. Um, and even projects
0: you know left over from when I was in school or, uh, you know, just different parts, you know, kind of the same way people keep maybe old homework or, you know, papers from school or things. I don't want to see any old homework. Um, Yeah, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really really old. I threw away my homework. (laughs) Um, But so just kind of I started processing through that and I kind of started tossing some things that I knew that I wasn't going to use, um, in terms of either fabric or garments I'd thrifted to kind of make over or play with. Um, and it kind of started me down a whole different journey that I wasn't really expecting. Um, but I'm however many pounds lighter, I don't know what it would weigh if we picked up all the stuff, but I was thinking, you know, I really, I've lost a tremendous amount of weight in the last
2: week. (laughs) so, when when but I'm feeling that emotionally too, okay. like just that lightness. I started to say when you started picking up some of those pieces, how were you evaluating, like we were talking um both because you and I both can sew and right. can recreate and do things. we know how to put in linings, we know how to keep things far more usable right um through seasons that most people wouldn't yeah but what there were you... ways to fix
0: a lot of right. things right
2: but what were you doing how were you kind of evaluating like i heard you share something the other day with a person about clothes do you remember that statement it was it was profound i was so impressed <laughs> i was like amazed i was wow. impressed it was so cool it's like oh, wow so <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, let's see if I can impress you, you know, a second time. Uh, I think that what I was saying to the person, uh, you know, kind of came out of the experience that I've been having. But, you know, clothes in particular are, they're sort of the first layer of home. Like, however that works, like the people that we are... We live inside of our bodies, and even science doesn't completely understand how that works. Um, and when a person is no longer there, but the body is somehow still technically medically alive, like there's been a lot of fascinating things done about that. But we, our bodies are kind of the first layer, and we have, you know, however much control or non-control over how that experience takes place. Um, of, of living in our bodies and then the the next layer right after that is whatever you put on your body it's your clothing um, it's sort of the aesthetic choices you make in terms of maybe tattoos or piercings or how you cut your hair um, and that's actually a very intimate space and yet people view it as something that's so superficial and oh like you care about clothes why would you care about clothes they're just clothes um and so you hear people talk about this but they're so deeply tied to identity and our experiences because we walk around wearing them most of the time um and uh i think that a lot of times people don't realize how deep their emotional connection to their clothes is until they either go to get rid of them, um, or you, or
2: they, get taken.
0: <laughs> or they get taken from you. Um, or you have to work your way through a major life change and maybe things don't fit or you put something on and you're, you realize, you know, I'm not this person anymore. Um, and whatever your relationship is with that, whether you're happy, you've grown or whether you're, whether you miss the person that you were when you wore that thing um so i think that i was just kind of processing that through for myself too but but also processing that even with fabric that i maybe wanted to make clothes out of and just uh because a lot of members of my extended family and people that have been around me throughout my whole life um have sewed or uh quilted or maybe done other sides of that um there's you know each of these people had a stash of fabric yes um and many parts of those stashes have come down to me um as you know part of the next generation that is gonna sew and and do these kinds of projects um and I think, you know, people realizing maybe they're not going to get to something or maybe they bought that fabric and didn't really have a use for it in mind. <laughs>
2: have you ever felt like a crazy quilt when you're sewing? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Occasionally, you're yes. Yeah. Occasionally, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I started
0: picking up, you know, pieces of fabric that were that I had, you know, stored in my studio for waiting to be used and realizing that maybe I didn't have a vision for them. And if I had gone to a store, I never would have even picked out that fabric for something that I was going to create. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, It it was something that I had because somebody else gave it to me and I felt an obligation to use it. Um, But I started to realize that maybe it's not my job to do that always. And that maybe a gift shouldn't be an obligation if it's a true gift.
2: Right. And sometimes, um, even though we're both really good at thrifting and remaking and reusing, Mm -hmm. there comes different points, and you referred to it when you first started talking about this, um, of moving into what the next maybe season holds or what the next... Um, opportunity holds and I personally believe that you do have to make space for the things that want to come into your life Um, if you if you have too much clutter and you just clutter on top of it pretty soon that turns into a whole different health problem um, of just junk and stuff sitting around so going through and making place and Maybe taking time to figure out how you associated with those different things and where they came from, and that it was okay to also, as an adult, step into some new things and say, right. I'm I'm not going to do this. Um, having a family member who loved to buy all sorts of craft patterns, and she'd start them, and then she couldn't figure out how to finish them, but she would actually give them to me, as a gift so I'm like 12 13 14 15 this continues all the way up until I'm you know my early 20s I actually began to know that I would probably get a birthday gift well meaning as it was that had kind of been started and it's funny because of where I line up in the girls among the cousins (laughs) so I was kind of the baby one and I think every one was kind of like ah. and there's a year that you know Everyone that year, and this this I did like, I was 12 when for Christmas everyone, because all of them were at least seven years older than me, all of the rest of the girls, all of them got the electric knives to be able to cut turkeys and stuff, and I got one at age 12. So like I have this, and of course, I actually had an old-fashioned hope chest, and for those of you who don't know what that is, we'll visit that in just a few minutes here, but anyway, I get the electric knife which I think is like, this is cool. But the reason I wanted it was I wasn't going to be cutting turkeys and stuff. I knew that some of the creative stuff, like it worked really, really well on styrofoam. It works mm-hmm. really, really well on cardboard. It was like I could use it for all these different things. My mother actually just kind of made it disappear because I think she thought I was going to be, you know, recreating wall structures and stuff if I could have figured it out without breaking it. But <laughs> um it was really strange to go through because out of respect, I didn't feel I could just toss those and I couldn't toss the fabric with it. But there's a point where my mom does sit down with me and we actually kind of talk about... That in some ways, I was also swallowing down emotions that included everything from maybe discouragement, disappointment, value that I didn't even know how to express because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And so the you know having things handed to you. And one of the things that happen when you go through a a crisis or a, a major trauma is people who survived or who didn't lose anything will feel really guilty and so they bring you things so then you're kind of dealing with almost that same feeling it's it's stuff being handed and there's that there's these are gifts these are obligations there's all these crazy emotional things that are tied in to our clothing that we and our creativity that we don't even recognize that we put up on people. So, yeah, I mean, I, it was funny because the particular craft group that this person belonged to, in my case, a lot of it were little clothing articles. And the thing was, once again, I'm 12, 13, 14, 15. This is a senior age woman who is quite a bit larger than me. So that makes it even funnier because I put one of the shirts together and it's like, <laughs> that was a really big shirt. So, yeah, but it, it was an interesting journey and I've tried to go out of my way when I'm thinking, and that's that's one of the reasons why like, I'm a person who's actually good with gift cards because I, if I'm talking to a person and maybe they don't really know, I don't want to put mine on them. But when we start going through um, those older things and we start looking through them, a lot of times all of those all of those start coming out and that's what I noticed happened to you and I, I even brought up that story that night yeah that I had to be okay with opening some boxes for myself um I was just a little bit younger than you but sitting there and going it's okay it's okay to let these go and yeah. it was funny because I actually checked with a couple of places to find out in that case if it was, if there was any usable stuff, if it was something that they could use. And I noticed that was one of the things that you were doing was you had stuff you threw away, stuff that you were going to thrift. Some of it goes to places that a lot of creative people go to. Um, just you know, you weren't just tossing stuff to be tossing it. You were right. actually going step by step and logicing through. Yeah. So that's in the studio that was happening with clothing that wasn't either ever going to get finished or was kind of in there. Right,
0: and and some of it was, you know, misjudged projects, you know, born out of (laughs) either boredom or a temporary enthusiasm as I think most people, creative people can relate to is, you know, you're laying there one night and you get this idea and you spring out of bed and you start a project and in the morning you have questions as to why you maybe started that particular project at all. Um and you know maybe hold on to it thinking well maybe well maybe and you know that goes on for a while and I think it was it was time to kind of toss some of those and just admit that I made a mistake <laughs> that didn't really have serious implications <laughs> there, but
2: there was two pair of jeans I got cut up and then as she said i did not coin this term she said frankenstein together <laughs> the problem was the monster got <laughs> killed somewhere in the middle i definitely i definitely
0: <laughs> tossed some monsters it, it was you know it was time um i think it's interesting when you brought up uh what people commonly call survivor's guilt because in so many it made me wonder if You know, you experienced that through, like, this much more dramatic event Mm -hmm. of the fire and how people responded afterwards. But I've been experiencing that, I think, in this area my whole life because of either childhood traumas that people in my family went through, in my extended family. And then moves. And then moves and how, because of all these events that we do process as trauma, um, Hmm, it's been interesting. interesting because I think I've in some ways sort of been the un- unwitting victim of these different people's guilt yeah. as they process uh you know yeah. events in life that affected them really deeply do you have any guilt clothes
2: has anyone ever guilted to close
1: um i had a lot of survival guilt dealing with the fires because mm. i knew so many people that had family members that lost houses and, and watching you guys lose your house it was like dang and then also dealing with the trauma of running away from the fire right because you were right I in was, the
2: middle of it you had your own trauma. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: so i was close to the fire the building i was in survived uh that night in 2017 but yeah like i have had two different types mm-hmm. of, <laughs> of uh guilt going and trauma going on
2: so would you have thought of wanting to um since you know we're kind of talking about clothes but it could be anything did you did you have any experiences of either thinking you needed to give people something or share something or did you know that maybe your friendship or your ear was more valuable how how did you process that
1: um i was it was a lot of trying to figure out do we need to help with like food stuff because right my mom was always the head person of if someone had a surgery or at right. birth, it was like, my mom is organizing. How do we feed people and mm-hmm. making sure of that? So,
2: and she is good. I, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. So I was always
1: thinking like, okay, how do we do these people need food mm-hmm. or we help them in that fact. Um, clothes, clothes wise, I never thought about that okay. just because of how odd my clothes is, <laughs> just cause mm-hmm. I'm a giant. So yeah, my yeah. clothes isn't going to fit normal people. Right. Um, Unless you really want oversized clothes, so.
2: <laughs> like Maybe for a night shirt. We'll keep that in list if I, we need it next time. If I'm you know, for I a never thought shirt, we'll about it, out. but,
0: you know, maybe I just need to be, you know, hitting you up every time I want a dress that's also a sweatshirt. Like, yeah. I could, you know, figure out and it'd be, like, down to here, so yeah. it would work perfect. Yeah. yeah.
2: Maybe we do need to go check his closet and dressers.
0: Maybe we do. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hey, can we come clean out your closet <laughs> slash scavenge?
1: We have to clean up the rest of the room first. <laughs> we can do that too. Hmm, that
2: sounds like a fun offer. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, in the studio, it was more of either right. projects or stuff back and forth, but it right. started... And some
0: things that needed to be rehomed in my actual closet to right. just be worn. right
2: because things kept kind yeah. of getting
0: shifted and around. I and I I'll admit I have a bad habit of you know when I get bored my first instinct is not even you know I might scroll on my phone for a little while but at some point I'm gonna you know be looking to cut something up and it's gonna be something yeah, that's be an article aware. of clothing um I've been <laughs> scissors yeah. I've been scissors happy since I was a very small yeah. child I've been sewing since I was six years old uh both with a machine and by hand Um, and my relationship with my scissors is an affectionate and sometimes destructive one. Um, but there were a lot of items that I had been, well, maybe I'll do something to this, you know, in a moment of boredom, but I had never started the project, thankfully. Um, (laughs) and it had also never made it back into my bedroom to my actual closet. So there were quite a few things like that as well.
2: I beat you on the six-year-old creativity thing, though, that we know for sure when I was five, um my mother had a beautiful pair of Ganger and for those of who don't know it's one of one of the most perfect scissors I think that you can own but anyway we knew you could not use that on paper or anything else that was the one thing that you would get in trouble for so I borrowed them and my older brother had just ended up with I think it was five pairs of brand new socks and my father had been on a trip and he brought home a doll and the doll didn't have any clothes and I figured out that the baby doll, that if you cut off the toe of the sock, but you couldn't use both socks because I didn't want the clothes alike. So I took one sock from every pair and I cut off the toe. That makes the hat. And then <laughs> If you move the butt just right, it's like a little sock dress and a little butt. The baby's butt fits right in that. And in my doll had all brand new clothes, but I got banned from the scissors and a lot of <laughs> Things for you know a period of time so yeah that was you know by the time I was six I was also mm-hmm. sewing but yeah. one of the things that I had to learn at that age was a lot of um embroidery hand sewing some of the things like that the she had me yeah. Do. um yeah that's something that yeah. wasn't as much part yeah, we of... did did a lot of that side of it and then moved into you know yeah. more and more machine sewing but I could do full quilting like sewing mm-hmm. with needle and thread yeah. by hand yeah. Um, before i ever got to doing the yeah other... one
0: of my very first projects i definitely um i definitely stitched the item that i was making to the bedspread of the bed underneath <laughs> in the guest bedroom <laughs> where my grandmother was staying because i had just had a new sibling born yes. um which is a very funny moment i'll have to ask my grandmother next time i call that her if fun. she remembers yeah. that because it was it's yes. very vivid And, you know, she was very patient and showed me how to pull the stitches out. But it was beautifully stitched, uh,
2: but it was also firmly attached to the bedspread. So the last time I kind of checked, I lost count. I know there were at least three bags that had to move out out of the studio I think total since I've started this project, I Mm -hmm. think I'm
0: up to probably five garbage bags say, of, of things that thinking. i just threw out yeah and i think i'm up to at least three or four of things that i donated or right, we moved to other places with. okay yeah so and that, that was... doesn't even count the clothes that just went back into my closet because right. i didn't put those right. in a bag or anything
2: so it was kind of not just so much a purging but as also kind of figuring out what's what's supposed to be here for the next steps of things that I want to create and it's time to let go and so in a sense it was just kind of and it was also very emotional because it was dealing with all these different parts and what parts do you keep and what parts don't you keep and who's it connected to and things like that so there was that journey but then after you got done with that the next day well it it bled over
0: yes (laughs) um because you know I kind of did the one side of it. And then all these clothes are going back in my closet. And then I start thinking, you know, maybe I need to go through my closet too. And I hadn't done my switch over. Right. Well, actually, that's not true. I had somewhat got out my spring and summer clothes mm-hmm. and, and kind of done a basic switch. But I still leave a lot of my winter layers out. Because right. as you referred to, um, you know, yesterday morning when I woke up, it was 35 degrees out uh fahrenheit and it was projected to be 70 degrees and sunny by noon um we
2: come in layers around here we started the layer movement so
0: you know it was a little complicated getting dressed yeah um so i kind of know what i have to keep out for that Mm -hmm. but um i had kind of done an initial switch over but it wasn't sitting quite right, (laughs) right is the best way i can describe it um and uh Yeah, so like the one process kind of bled into the other and I roped you in to help me because I really did need help. Um, I definitely have a right process. It's helpful to have a sounding board, even if that person maybe doesn't even know that much about fashion or clothes or anything. But in your case, it's a benefit that you do.
2: There's a fun point of having someone else um even at my age i mean i'm in my 60s and i still enjoy having the conversation regarding Mm -hmm. what does this look like how do we kind of play with this so for me it was really comfortable and i i didn't grow up i did that with my mom Mm -hmm. i i did but i also did that a lot with my older brother because he very much um you know was in the clothes and stuff And so we would do that back and forth, except he would just go, that looks stupid, Um, you know, and comments like that. But it did help because it would make me go back in and look and see why he thought it looked stupid if I thought it looked cool. Um, But we were just, so we just kind of started this conversation. And in that conversation, one of the funny things has to do with me sitting there going, I don't understand why your closet kind of, is separated the way it is and I was both kind of picking on you and teasing you with saying let's try some of this to also make the movement through the closet Yeah. so it became a combination of as you started going through and really looking at the pieces you're going to keep also finding what worked But not just sticking stuff together, creating a flow, like literally like a flow chart that works by movement, where you can walk into the room, look, and your eyes will actually catch how to make some of those things work together. Yeah. Um, Which kind of messed with you. Yeah. And it's
0: really, and it's especially strange because um, I have worked clothing retail Mm -hmm. specifically. um, And if I think about it, I do know. Because many of the ways that we set up clothes to make sense in a store to somebody who's shopping so you see, okay, these pieces could go with that and I could start to put something together that makes sense is the same way you should really set up right. your own personal right. closet. Yeah. Um. And for whatever reason, I had never made that connection of like what I've done in my work world uh, to my personal closet. So they're really... There was somewhat of a methodology. I, I kind of had separated things maybe by occasion at right. least. Or, yeah. you know, there was... It wasn't just completely it wasn't chaotic just completely, and disorganized. No, it was not chaos. But right. I hadn't really looked at it professionally. Um, and, and really, you know, I think that something that... As I move forward in life, I'm trying to learn how to do more often... Is take my strengths and apply them in areas in my personal life mm-hmm. where I can because why would I give somebody else that gift and not also give myself that right. gift right um of a talent or an understanding that I have in a particular yeah. area um so I can't I can't believe I didn't think to do that before and I'm glad you kind of landed in the middle of me and said you
2: know how to do this what are you doing yeah. and and we're not I mean you're around us as a guy you we're not exactly like Picky, organized. Everything has to be in a place. Kind of people. That's why we're usually looking for something or trying to if figure out where we put it. Well, you know, but, it's funny
0: where you know the obsessive compulsive tendencies show up for for both of us in yeah, different areas. But yes. the overall
2: sense is not no. It's strictly, relaxed. You know, it's yeah. But it was the the idea was to fix it so that when you look open your closet that you can look and go oh if I want this this can also be worn with that and make it easy to find. I do know having raised a a son and having grown up with two brothers (laughs) um, that there's always that choice of you can either cram everything in the doors and just kind of open the door and guess or there can be (laughs) like a method to the madness. Do you have a method to the madness or is it in the drawer and guess?
1: It's So it's more of, I've got clothes in my drawer that's like, if I'm ever going to wear those and then the clothes I know I'm going to wear that I wash, I wear all the time, I throw on top of the drawer and I'm just like picking and choosing from there. (laughs) Um, But my, I don't really have, like my style is so just a t-shirt and basketball shorts that it's like, okay, which basketball shorts? would match-ish with the shirt kind of I don't know but what feels more comfy do I feel like wearing today and like have you ever had
2: iron iron a piece of clothing
1: only for like weddings okay that I've done that and
2: it wasn't just t-shirt and shorts no okay no more pants you do have a long pair of pants yeah very long pair of pants very long long.
1: Very long. And then with co- with COVID, it's like, oh, now I need new pairs of pants because the waist has gotten bigger. Yeah. it's like, oh, gosh, now i got to find long and wide. Yeah.
2: <laughs> big and tall, man? Hmm.
1: Well, what's the issue is that it's really big and not really always tall.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the yeah. issue. Yeah.
1: And now I found a website that I really liked, but now I'm too big for that website. But it's like, no, you're the perfect length. Ah, now it's, it's fine find that balance. That's one thing that's hard for me.
2: So... How much do those pants need to be let out? Like, are
0: those and and tell the class how tall you are again for for reference for I'm people
1: s- that don't know you. I'm six nine, so my length I think it's like thirty eight.
0: Yeah, in seam, yeah. Sheesh. So,
1: and then I think I'm like a thirty eight forty, thirty eight thirty eight. Matters on where you buy right, it from, right? But yeah.
2: Hmm. Okay. Well, I think we ought to do a day of playing in your room. I think that could be fun. Because we... <laughs> I don't have any like That nice... might have to be off the record. Because <laughs> here's the thing.
1: It's always, I have like tons of basketball shorts, tons of just regular uh-huh. t-shirts. Pants wise, I only have like one or two pair of pants uh-huh. that actually fit me. Right. And my nice dress pants don't even fit me now. <laughs> so it's like, I don't have much to work off of. It's more of search online and maybe i'll find something i'm just (laughs)
2: curious if we could give you like a you know a spare gap in a couple of those pants so that you know you could wear them comfortably until Mm -hmm. you find the next pair because there are ways yeah to fix like jeans or are different Mm -hmm. there's a way to give you just a little bit of space and and get away with it. There's other do If that you, you start cutting pretty soon. Yes, <laughs> start <We're> not cutting. <laughs> then you'll have more shorts to go with the <laughs> rest of the shorts. We can teach you how to do this. <laughs> so, I'm really good at making denim cutoffs.
0: Are you sure you don't want to make that part of your summer no, look? No, oh, okay. Well,
2: no,
1: I did denim cutoffs when I was like 10. <laughs> ah. <laughs> don't need to go back to that. <laughs> okay. All yeah, right. We
2: don't want to do that. So all said and done, one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about this was what we were both discovering was, I think I heard you mention this, like mm. it's a shedding, like a snake shedding its skin, and not yeah. not in a, a mean or ruthless way, but thinking of letting it letting it come off. And one right. of the agreements that we had was to instantly. Move if, those pieces out. Uh, move them out. That if there was any question that they had to go, and even when we've helped other people, we don't leave the stacks sitting there. No. When we drive away, we have made sure that it was gone, so that they yeah. had time to kind of have space and think. We don't just go dump and get rid of people. And I stuff think and I don't know away. if other
0: people do this, but uh, I have always, up until probably. Probably the last six months, um, I've always had a bin that I called my maybe bin, and sometimes it would live under the bed, sometimes it would live somewhere else, Uh, but it was basically the bin of clothes that I could not, and or shoes, you know, accessories, whatever, that I couldn't make up my mind whether to get rid of, or to keep, or to do a project with. So, these items just lived in limbo, Um, and I think... That something that I'm trying not to do as much now is to make a decision. And you know what? If I regret that decision later, life goes on. Um, And there's other clothes in the great wide world. Um, And unless it's something that really would be hard to duplicate or replace, I'm trying not to hold on to things that... I could have another one that worked just as well if I really decided I needed it.
2: Right, and that that's an important part there, like not just tossing. I mean, it's something mm-hmm. you think through and you figure out and, and yeah. you work through.
0: especially because you and I both, you know, will thrift either vintage pieces
2: mm-hmm. or, or things that are harder to find. Right, right. And so the whole after effect, um, how did... How, how did everything feel, like bedroom and all, after you had kind of your, worked your way through this and right. the little things that were in limbo that you um, made crawl out? And,
0: it's, you know. it's been interesting where I pulled things out that we didn't get to in the initial thing, but in the context of how fresh and and clean and how I was seeing everything post getting rid of all these things, uh, they stood out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. And, and it was really easy to just grab the couple of items that were still um giving off bad vibrations. Um and it was weird because there was almost oh, a physical sense of where they were of where they were in the room. Like mm-hmm. it it was like a bad odor or something. Um Did you check the armpits? I did. <laughs> it
2: wasn't, it wasn't it was It was not okay. my armpits. I thought maybe it was all armpit smell. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, which is, I mean, that's a good way to describe it. Is yeah. A lot of times we don't know until we've moved stuff out that it right. needed just to be out of the way. And
0: and there were a couple things that I got rid of that I didn't realize how much sort of emotional space they were taking up and, and mental space they were taking up when I would look at my closet and get dressed every morning. Um, And most of them weren't horrible things. They were just things that, belonged to a person that i haven't been for probably five or six years um and those things were good for that person uh Mm -hmm. they were things that made me feel like myself Mm -hmm. and uh that i enjoyed they fit like there was nothing wrong with them right but they belonged to a different time in my life and i think a big thing for me has been learning that i'm bigger than all of the people that i've been and that it's okay to have that evolution and it doesn't mean and i think for a long time it felt like i would lose myself if i got rid of those things that felt like a a touchstone of, of the past and i think now my understanding is i still get to be all of those people and i don't really need that object sitting
2: there to remind me of that and i think that's um that concept of of saying I get to be all those people. We're not talking multiple personalities. No, no. We're talking the culmination of as we're growing from the time we're a small child, we go through all different things that we learn or stages or around different people or things become important. And we get to embrace those parts that are important to carry on and I know as a female that a lot of times there are clothes attached to that I don't know about for a guy but for a female um, but yeah to a certain point because during the sports years and all of that you still have those so there isn't an emotional attachment and we're not talking about just throwing them away but it's like is there a way to either preserve them make sure that they're okay so that you have those memories of the parts that you do want, let go of the other. But I know that, uh, especially once we're probably late teens, um, a lot of those clothes we're still able to wear for quite a few years, um, depending on style and stuff. And there are, there's a lot of emotional development that takes place that has these connections, and they mm-hmm. can be good or bad. And sometimes going through, and realizing I don't need that for that connection because I'm actually healthy enough. I have that person inside of me, and right. so that's part of what's been going on around here. Um, so, I mean, that makes sense to use a guy. Like, I mean, we're talking close. Yeah. I know not everyone's yeah, not like- favorite
1: like for me it's like sports was always that's the clothing that i attached to Mm -hmm. i know i have some guy friends where it's like they've got clothes that reminds them of past relationships where they had to get rid of it because it was like too hard for them to look back on yeah right there's certain clothing for that for guys but i know for me personally it's all my sports stuff Mm -hmm. everything else it's like if it's comfortable and it fits i like it and i'm kind of getting to the point where it's like if i don't think it's going to be comfortable or if i haven't worn it forever i'm just going to throw it away Mm -hmm. just because I'll just get something new Mm because I haven't really thought about my style ever (laughs) just because of
2: we really gotta do a makeover on you for fun (laughs) I think we could do this for fun
1: I just never really thought about like as a style for me just because of how expensive it was buying clothes for me and then just finding anywhere that I could find clothes because it was always just if you found something that would fit good to keep that forever right (laughs) grab
2: it yeah yeah um how tall were you when you were 12?
1: When I was 12, I was like 5'8. I was growing like 5 6 inches every year until I was 16, then I slowed down to like 2 and then junior year was the last time I grew.
2: And there wasn't really any hand-me-down situations in you guys because you were all kind of Yeah, tall. I was
1: getting I was getting clothes from like my uncle and my cousin, because oh, okay. they were both I wasn't tall, thinking about that, yeah. um, Okay. But their style and clothing wasn't it was like different yeah it was more of clothes that i would wear on like a fancy day not something i would wear day to day (laughs) and like also during that time i was just wearing like whatever i could wear under and then a hoodie over that okay so so sometimes i didn't even care what t-shirt i was wearing i would just throw something on and just be like as long as i got a hoodie on i'm good
2: all righty so anyway that's been our adventure um it's been i guess Really, about the last two weeks we've been doing this from the point we started to today. yeah, and then
0: there were a couple of days where we kind of you know it kind of came to a
2: head and we yeah dived in or I dived in, yeah, kind of had to take a break and go, We don't go, we don't want yeah. to play anymore, yeah, and then like and said, it is, I
0: said, You know, it's a tiring feeling, even though it's a positive change.
2: I called um, it a detox, it
0: yeah, and it, and like it does bleh. feel like that, and you know, the closest sensation that I could say is honestly like if you've been sick to your stomach and actually thrown up like the feeling of sort of empty exhaustion right mm-hmm. after that is like you've gotten whatever was upsetting you out but then you're just sort of you know need a minute to recover which i think is why i'm having you know an existing day today
2: okay so that's why the
0: being yes okay that's why i'm being instead of doing
2: well then we'll go back to just being and we'll be with you for a while here okay only we'll, we'll be Thank nice you. bees we can all the just company buzz together. the company okay. is nice sounds yeah. good So anyhow, that's been our weeks, and I think that's all we have to say about it today. Out of our closets.